Good morning or afternoon or evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. My name is Steve Durr, and I am your host this week for the Victory Point uh, Bible Reading Podcast. And um, I'm I'm excited for our host this week. Before I introduce her, just a little bit about why I'm excited that she's here. So when I uh, did the podcast for the first time, oh, it was actually a year ago. I remember um, July 1st was one of the dates I did with Brennan a year ago. Um, I've done it since then, but about a week after I did the podcast, I got a, a card in the mail, um, just a little encouragement from our guest. Um, I thought, oh, that's kind of nice that um, someone's actually listening and took time to uh, write a little note. And um, But then when I did it again, um, a couple months later, I got another card in the mail and then another one. And so I just really appreciated um, just that encouragement. I thought, you know what? Um, this person and her husband have been listening, and um, maybe it's time for them to come to the other side of the mic and not just encourage through um, notes afterwards, but to encourage through sharing on the podcast. So I invited uh, Michelle Hardy to come and be a part of the podcast. So uh, Michelle, can you just take a little bit to introduce yourself? Let us know about um, you and your family um, and just you know other things you want us to know about you. All right. My name is Michelle Hardy. I'm married to Don. We've been married, or will be married, 45 years this summer. Wow. We have three children and seven grandkids. And they're ages 9 to 15, all kind of bunched together. And I work mornings at Coastal Financial in downtown Holland. And I've been coming to VP for a little over a year now. Okay. So I know later this week you'll talk a little bit about what brought you to VP, but kind of how did you get started listening to the podcast? What, I mean, why the podcast? Why is that an important part of your uh, routine now? Well, as soon as Brendan mentioned it, when, when the first week or two when we were here, um, we, we just started taking advantage of anything Victory Point had to offer just to get familiar with it. And uh, we've plugged in and we've we've never missed an episode, I don't think. All right. Well, good. So you probably are better at this than I am. No, no, so, no. No, no. I'm, no, that's, uh, um, I'm excited to have you here. And um, so Tell us a little bit, what specifically do you do at your job? You... Um, I prepare documents for people who buy boats. We are okay. a service company for financing, and uh, we help people all over America. And I do all the documentation for their mortgage work and for their title work, or if they uh, document with Coast Guard. Okay. All right. Well, good. And how long have you been there, did you say? Well, probably about eight years or so. Okay. Oh, cool. And another reason why I'm excited that Michelle is a part of podcast podcast is um, we have a outside of Victory Point connection. I actually work with your daughter, Jen, um, at Eagle Crest. She's probably been there 10, 10 or more years. And then um, I also work with your soon to be or actually now your uh, new son-in-law. So right. when we record this, it's pre-wedding. <laughs> and when people listen to this, um, it's post-wedding. So um, it was two days ago, right? June that's 26th right. that that Jen got married to Josh. And so um, that's just a fun connection for me uh, to know we have that. So, um, so speaking of family, here's a, a, a bonus question for you. What is your favorite family recipe? Well, I don't know if I really have a favorite family recipe. I love to bake, so I do do a lot of that. Um, along that line, um, a lot of people like it when I make seafoam at Christmas, oh, okay. to give that away. Um, 
And I make deviled eggs a lot. Whenever Don would have a company uh, potluck, they always requested me to bring the, the deviled oh, eggs. Okay. So they must go over pretty well. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I don't really have a, a real particular special family recipe handed down through the generation, okay. so to speak. All right. <laughs> well, then maybe your your task is to figure one out, pass there it you. on to your kids. Okay. Now, you had two daughters and, and a son. And, a son. Yep. and so pass it on to them. They can pass on to the seven grandkids. Right. And um, wow, seven, that, that probably keeps you pretty busy, too, being grandma to seven it grandkids. Does. So. Good. Well, thank you, uh, Michelle, for sharing a little bit about yourself. And um, I'm excited for the listeners to get to know you a little bit better over the next uh, five days as we record these different podcasts. But um, for those of you who are new um, to the Victory Point podcast, uh, so here at Victory Point, we um, do a daily reading plan. Um, and it's something that over the course of the three years, uh, we will read through the entire Bible or the main themes and pieces of the Bible. I don't know how much of Leviticus we'll get into, but um, it's, a, it's a way for us as a church family um, and then an extended family because it's not just Victory Point people that listen to the podcast. We actually have people who listen all over the world um, in other countries. Um, so it's the Victory Point family here and the expanded family that we're reading the same passages every day. Um, and the point of the podcast is that um, not only are you reading it at home, um, where we are, but also you can listen to other people um, who read it and talk about it. And we, um, neither Michelle or I, are um, biblical experts um, or uh, don't have any formal biblical training other than, you know, Sunday school. I don't know, maybe did you no, go to no, seminary no. in your past? No, okay. <laughs> um, but we just open the word and we read it and we listen to the spirit and and maybe read some footnotes and just, um, you know, it's a way for us to dig a little bit deeper and hopefully that uh, through this podcast, those of you who are listening will be able to um, maybe hear a little bit more about what the passages that you've read. So um, if you haven't read the passages yet, then maybe pause, um, open up your Bible, read the passage, then unpause, and we'll talk about it. Um, so anyways, that's what we do here. So we will jump into today's passage. Um, so I am going to read it, and it's a relatively short one. Um, we're going to kind of ease you into this by having a short passage, and um, and then we'll talk about it. So um, today's scripture comes from 2 Samuel 5, uh, 1 through 5, and then 9 through 10. Um, it's called David Becomes King Over Israel. All the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, while Saul was king over us, you are the one who led Israel on their military campaigns. And the Lord said to you, you will shepherd my people, Israel, and you will become their ruler. When all the elders of Israel had come to King David at Hebron, the king made a compact with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was 30 years old when he became king, and he reigned 40 years in Hebron. He reigned over Judah seven years and six months. And in Jerusalem, he reigned over all of Israel and Judah 33 years. Um, David took up residence in the fortress and called it the city of David. He built up an area around it from the supporting terraces inward, and he became more and more powerful because the Lord God Almighty was with him. All right. So, Michelle, as we read that, what kind of jumped out at you? What, what did you hear the Spirit saying to you? What do you like or not like from the passage? Kind of what are your thoughts? Well, I think the first thing that stood out to me was in verse 10, where David became more and more powerful because the Lord God Almighty was with him. 
And I think many times we try and do things under our own mm. power and um, we might be able to accomplish some things, but if we are walking with God, we become more effective. And I kind of thought of the analogy of trying to walk upstream. Oh, yeah. And when you're walking upstream, it, it tires you out more. Mm. You don't make as much progress. But when you're walking with the current, um, you're able to, to move about more freely. You're more effective. And I think it's the same way when you're walking in the current of God's leading. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you think of a time maybe in your own life where you experienced that you found yourself walking upstream, so to speak? And then when you turned around, walked downstream within God's that felt that. Yeah, I, I can actually. Um, I remember a, diff, uh, a time at a different church where someone asked me to be in a role where I just did it to please them. I really oh. didn't feel like that was where my gift slide, where um, God was necessarily leading me, but no one else stepped up, so I stood in the gap. And it just wasn't a good fit. I didn't enjoy it, and I, I don't think I was very effective at it. Okay. So then how did you kind of get yourself out of that? Or did you just... I think uh, after a bit of time, I just stepped down, and they found someone else. Okay. All right. better fit. Okay. So kind of flipping that, can you think of a time where you were serving in the church where you did feel like you're going with God's current, where you kind of you felt like this is your sweet spot? You can. Yeah, yeah. I, I have. Um, I, again, this was in a different church, and we haven't been here that long. Yeah. But, but uh, I served in a, on a search committee, and um, I, I have some organizational gifts and stuff, yeah. and I was able to really use those in advance the, the progress and Things went really well. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else as you read through this that kind of struck your fancy, if you will? Well, I thought about how um, they anointed David again. This is, mm -hmm. this is the third time, and I was kind of looking back through the notes. And the first time was when um, Saul came to Jesse and yeah. uh, chose him and anointed him as a teenager. And then there's another time, um, just shortly before this passage, where the people of Judah anointed him. And it must have been very frustrating to David to be yeah. anointed again and again. And and uh, still, he wasn't taking over the, the leadership. And I, I kind of thought about how sometimes God calls us to things, but he doesn't put us in that place right away yeah. because we have some some learning to do, some growing to do. And, and maybe that was the case with David because of his leadership with, um, uh, as the, uh, the, uh, in the battles and different things yeah. like that. And, uh, and of course he was running away from Saul so much of the time. And I'm sure during all those years, he started to develop different skills, more dependence on God and uh, different things like that, that made him a better leader when he became king. Yeah, I think that was one of the things that jumped out to me too, just that that timing contrast. So I guess I didn't realize there was that middle time that you talked about, but you know, we read a couple weeks ago about how, you know, um, Sammy went and, and identified Jesse, uh, talked to Jesse, identified David, and it was, um, he wasn't the tallest, he wasn't the best yeah. looking, um, but he was who God picked. But that was when he was, I don't know, 14, 15, 16, 16 years old. This doesn't happen until he's 30. So there's yeah. that waiting period. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I feel like I've been in situations like that too in the past where I feel God calling me to do something, 
but then it does, doesn't happen. And it's mm -hmm. waiting and waiting and waiting. And you wonder, well, is this really what um, God called me to do to hear his voice the right way? But um, what some of you just said now about that time was a time for God to prepare mm -hmm. uh, David for this. And um, when we're recording this, it's the week that uh, Matt and Crow did the, the podcast. Yes. And they talked about the story of David and Goliath. And um, in that story, when Saul questioned whether David could fight Goliath, he said, look, I fought a lion, I fought a bear. And um, God used those things to to train David. So yes. like you're saying, that, that time period was a time for God to... Um, prepare him. And so, you know, when we equate that to our lives, sometimes God's calling comes before we're ready. And then it comes to fruition after he's yes. trained us, built us up. So um, one other thing that I thought was interesting uh, about this, and again, contrasting when uh, Samuel anointed David versus when the people did, you know, when, when Samuel when God picked out David through Samuel, it was, again, not because he was the tallest or the best mm -hmm. looking. God looked at the inward. Mm -hmm. um, but now in this passage, the, the people talk about how there really there's three reasons why they were anointing um, David. One, because he was their relative. He was mm -hmm. an Israelite. Two, because he was a military leader. And three, well, because the Lord said to David, you'll be our leader. So those first two things, again, are more of that outward appearance. Mm -hmm. You know, is he... A, a leader just because he's an Israelite, that's not necessarily a qualification. Right. It, the fact that he's a military leader, is that the right way reason to pick him? No, so I mean that helps for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, that contrast between what God sees in somebody and what God calls them to do and what we as humans see. Mm -hmm. Um and I see a little bit of that too when you, you when you look at um when Jesus came. You know, the people at the time were looking for a military messiah, right. um, someone who would come in and conquer and kick out the Romans. And that's not who Jesus was or who God had had in mind for that. Um, so, again, just kind of that reoccurring theme as we're spending these weeks looking at the early life of David and his early king kingship, just how God picked him because of his inward, who he was, not what he was. Right. If that makes mm -hmm. sense. So, um yeah. Any other thoughts? Any other things? Any uh, Maybe as a result of this passage, I feel God's calling me to do this type thing. Mm, not really. Okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, that's great. I think, um, again, it's a shorter passage to kind of, you know, ease us into this week. And But I think um, as we think about this, what you had said about um, really when we do something under our own power versus under God's power, that's a, it's an important reminder. Um, and I love that analogy of walking upstream versus downstream. And so I guess I just wanna encourage our listeners that as you go through your day, through um, your week, if you hear God calling you to do something, um, one, don't be um, afraid to, to step into that because God will give you the strength when you're walking with his current. Right. Um, and, you know, understand if you do feel God's calling, it might take a while for that to come to fruition. Right. Um, just like it took David a while because God will call you and then he'll prepare you for what he asks you to do. So um, let me look to my notes um, and just close this out with with a blessing. So thank you for joining us today. Again, hopefully you'll join us uh, tomorrow. And until then, just may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace.